more shame. No more shame. No more shame. Isaiah 53 verse 2. Oh, Lama Shatabaya. In fact, 2 and 3. Isaiah 53, 2 and 3. See the shame he suffered on the cross. See the shame he suffered on the cross. Isaiah 53, 2 and 3. He shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of a dry ground. He had no form, Mama, see that ugliness, nor comeliness. And when we see, shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. That's, that's capital rejection. No beauty. Next verse. He is despised and rejected of men. <laughs> he is despised and rejected of men. Oh my God. A man of sorrows acquainted with grief. We hid that's it where our faces from him. All this happened to him on the cross. He was despised. Do you know Jesus told Peter that? He said, to Peter, you will deny me. Peter says it's not possible. Even if everybody denies you, me, I would rather die with you. Do you know Peter denied him that day? Before the cock crowed, Peter denied him. Then Peter remembered what he said, and Peter went out and wept bitterly. Even Peter that didn't want to deny him, had to deny him, had to reject him, so that I can never be rejected. He was rejected. We despised him. We didn't esteem him. Why did he go through all of that? So that I and you might never suffer rejection. Never suffer rejection. That's what the Bible says in Philippians 2, 7 and 8. Philippians 2, 7 and 8. Are you suffering from shame? Are you suffering from any kind of reproach or rejection? The cross of Jesus has terminated it in Jesus' name. He made himself of no reputation. No reputation. And took upon him the form of a servant. And was made in the likeness of men. Verse 8. And being found in fashion as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross. You know, while he was dying, they were mocking him. While he was dying, they were, they were making fun. No, leave him. Don't give him vinegar to drink. Let Elijah come and help him. He called himself the son of God. Hey, let God now rescue him and let us see. Oh, my God. He was rejected. That we might never be rejected anymore. That's why the Bible says concerning us, in 1 Peter 2, verse 9. See what the Bible says concerning us. 1 Peter 2, verse 9. <laughs> it says, for ye are a chosen generation. That does not sound like rejection to me. A royal priesthood and holy nation. A peculiar people. That you should show forth the praises, the glory of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That is who you are now. See yourself the way God sees you now. Rejection is gone. Well, man of God, I'm believing God for marital settlement. By this revelation that has ended rejection, receive and enjoy your marital settlement. Receive your career settlement. Amen. 
receive your destiny settlement. Financial doors are open for you. No more rejection. No more. Now, that's not a license to lawlessness. That's not a license to recklessness. No. Somebody gets a job and won't go to work on time and won't do his work well, and then they tell him, well, you're on suspension. Oh, I've suffered rejection. No, you've not suffered You've suffered discipline for wrongly handling your work. Wrongly handling your work. So make up your mind that you will not let the devil cheat you of what Jesus has already paid for for you. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Revelation 5 verse 9. Revelation 5 verse 9. Glory to God. 5 verse 9. They sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seal thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by your blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Verse 10. And has made us unto our God. Royal priesthood. Kings and priests. Royal priesthood. And we shall reign on the earth. No believer is disadvantaged. No believer is at the mercy of this world. No child of God who is born again and understands what Jesus did on the cross is at the mercy of the devil and his agents. Greater is he that is in you than the devil that is in the world. Hallelujah. So what have we seen so far that Jesus has finished? Number one. Sins, guilt, condemnation, and punishment. Number two, Satan's power, activities, practices, and wickedness. Number three, demonic spells and curses are finished. Please get, make sure you get down those points plus the scriptures. Very important. That's why we're reading several scriptures. Because you can't just have a Bible and yet not know what the Bible says. You need to know what the Bible says, internalize it, and say it from your mouth with boldness and authority. He has said that we may boldly say, hallelujah. All demonic spells and curses are broken. Number four, shame, reproach, and rejection. Shame. I've not seen the scripture in that one. Put it right there. Shame, reproach, and rejection. Very important. Very important. Right there in your house, write it down. You need to get this light into your spirit. Every shame is gone. Every reproach is gone. Every rejection is gone. You are now a chosen generation. You are now a royal priesthood. No more shame. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. What else has he taken away? Sorrow, heaviness, and sadness. <laughs> Do you know that there are people who don't resist sadness? I just woke up feeling down. I don't know, I'm feeling kind of heavy. Come on, you should resist heaviness the way you resist Satan and sin. The way you resist sickness and disease. Every form of heaviness is of the devil. Jesus died on the cross and took away what? Sorrow. Remember we read in Isaiah 53 verse 2. He was called a man of sorrow. Acquainted, familiar with grief. A man of sorrow. Acquainted, familiar with grief. See that in verse 2 and verse 3. A man of sorrow. Acquainted with grief. To, to be acquainted means close, intimate, familiar. Grief was a normal part of his life. On the cross. So that we might be totally free from sorrow, heaviness, and sadness. 
He bore our griefs. He carried our sorrows. You know what Jesus said in Matthew 26? I read it today. When he was about going into the garden of Gethsemane. Matthew 26, 37 to 39. See what Jesus said to the disciples. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. And began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Can you see? He carried sorrow. He carried your heaviness. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful. Even unto death. Tarry here and watch with me. That's why I refuse to carry heaviness. I refuse to carry sorrow. I refuse to carry sadness. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Nehemiah 8 verse 10. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Don't allow heaviness be a part of your life. Neither be ye sorry. Don't be sorrowful. Don't be sorry. Don't be heavy. Man of God, you don't know what happened to me. Break out of the effect of what happened. Rise above the influence of what happened. Oh, somebody said so, so, so to me. Rise above the influence of what they said. Refuse to be sorrowful. Amen? Refuse to be sorrowful. Reject it. Amen? Well, but, uh, well, well. Hebrews 12 verse 3. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Jesus didn't enjoy the cross. He endured it. It was heavy. It was sorrowful. But you see, joy was the down payment for that sorrow and grief he carried. For the joy, for the joy that was set before him. Amen? For the joy. Verse 2 and verse 3. For the joy that was set before him. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. So, so why did he endure that cross? So that I and you might have joy. I and you might be free from heaviness, from sorrow. I and you might never be bound by heaviness and sadness anymore. Everyone hearing this message right now, I take authority over heaviness, over sadness, over depression. We command the spell of depression cast out of your life. We command the yoke of sadness and heaviness broken off your life. It is finished. That is what Jesus said. That means the heaviness is finished. The sadness is finished. What else did Jesus take away? False accusation. False accusations. And condemnation. Bad name. They told lies on him. They raised false witnesses against him. False accusation. False accusation. Maybe a spirit of suspicion seems to be hanging around your life. What you didn't do, they suspect you. What you didn't said, they said you said. And people tend to readily believe the lies people tell about you than the truth you say. Well, the truth has come now and will set you free from that spell. Jesus on the cross accepted the accusations. He accepted the condemnations. He kept quiet. He didn't open his mouth. Why? So that I and you might be totally free of all condemnation. Free of all accusation. Hallelujah. Matthew 26 from verse 50. 
Oh, I wish we can read all of this all the way to 66. Long scripture. When you just go, you read it. There the Bible tells us that they raise false witnesses against him. In fact, Jesus so kept quiet on them until finally, Matthew 26, 50 to 66. Write it down when you go, you read. They say, can't you hear what this one's accusing you of? What sayest thou? Are you the son of God? And Jesus said, thou sayest. We've heard him. We've heard him. You see, if he had kept quiet and didn't say nothing, they wouldn't have been able to condemn him. He had to accept the false accusations so that I and you might be ever free from false accusation. Any accusation of what you have done in the past that the devil is trying to use to destroy your future, Jesus took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross so that you can be free indeed. Hallelujah. Free indeed. Look at Isaiah 53. Malaba satire. Isaiah 53. Verse 7 and 8. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Yes, I love you, Lord. You are God. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. That's the key. He opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before her sharers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. Can you imagine if he had opened his mouth? Can you imagine if Jesus had defended himself? Oh, he would have gone free. But then guess what would have happened to us? Our guilt would have stayed. He opened not his mouth. Verse 8, he was taken from prison and from judgment. He had to be denied fair judgment. He had to, you see, the, the guiltless had to be condemned so that all the charges and accusations against us can be canceled. <laughs> mm. Who shall declare his generation? He was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. Can you see why? He accepted the condemnation so that I and you might be free of all accusation, of all condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation. No condemnation. Hallelujah. No condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. What else did Jesus take away from the cross? He finished and took away brokenness, bruises, and pains. Brokenness, bruises, and pains. Brokenness, bruises, and pains. Look at Matthew 26, 67 to 68. Matthew 26, 67 to 68. Then did they spit in his face and buffeted him and others smote him with the palms of their hands saying prophesy unto us thou Christ. Who is he that smote thee? Oh God. Imagine all of the bruises. Now, now this is mob beating. This is not, uh, this is not one person I slap him. No this is mob, mob beating. 
beating that does not respect pain, does not respect injury. This is mob beating. That's why the psalmist said, I mean, Isaiah said, no comeliness. He was totally disfigured. No, he was completely made ugly. Are you here and the devil is telling you your life has been so broken? Your life has been so crushed? Your life has been so battered? Oh, there's nothing to write home again about your life? Remove your eyes from the devil and fix your eyes on Jesus. And tell your past it is finished. I don't care whether you were raped. I don't care whether you were deprived. Whether you were molested. Look at the devil eyeball to eyeball. And tell him Satan by the cross of Jesus. The brokenness is finished. The bruises are finished. The memory of what happened cannot control my future. I am what God says I am. I am who Jesus has made me to be. I am free right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't focus on the brokenness. Focus on what Jesus did for you on the cross. Look at Matthew 27. Matthew 27. Verse 26 and verse 30. Matthew 27, 26 and 30. Then release he Barabbas unto them. And when he had scorched Jesus... He delivered him to be crucified. Hmm. Then they spit upon him. They took a reed and smote him on the head. Oh my God. One, one, one scripture said they pulled his beards off. They tore his beards off. I don't care where you have the scar. It doesn't matter where you were broken. Jesus took every conceivable pain and brokenness so that you can boldly declare, Jesus has taken it and I don't have it anymore. Jesus has taken it. I don't have it anymore. He was smitten. He was stricken. That's what Isaiah 53 verse 4 tells us. All of these scriptures I'm giving to you is, these are very serious scriptures. Don't just, don't just say, well, oh, Jesus died, just Jesus No, 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 no. You need to know the details of the implication of his death. So that when you hear it is finished, in your spirit, you know the different things that are finished. I decree that brokenness is finished. Amen. Memories of yesterday's pain are finished. Amen. Every deprivation that you are facing right now is finished. Amen. You will come out strong. Amen. You will come out blessed. You will not remember the shame. You will not remember the reproach. You will not remember the, the mockery. I don't care who mocked you in school. I don't care who laughed at you. I don't care who, who called you names. I don't care who mocked the fact that you couldn't wear good clothes and you couldn't wear good shoes and other pe people's children are well-dressed and you had to go to school with rags and all of that. And when you remember now, you live in that memory. You are healed in the name of Jesus. Jesus was broken for you. Jesus was bruised for you. Jesus was smitten and stricken for you. Hallelujah. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Praise God. He endured the cross. Amen. Next, what was Jesus dealing with on the cross for us? See, destiny, arrest, and captivity. 
on the cross, he terminated destiny, arrest, and captivity. Arrested marital destinies. Arrested financial destinies. Arrested career destinies. Arrested potentials. Arrested gifts and talents. Arrested intelligence. You used to do so well in your primary school days. But now you just go blank. As if something has arrested your destiny. Oh, you used, to, you used to command a lot of favorable attention. Right now it's as if you've just been blanketed by darkness. Every arrested destiny. Every arrested destiny. Destiny, arrest, and captivity. Oh my God. You know they came to Jesus while he was in the garden. The Bible says that Judas had given them a sign. The one whom I kiss. He is the one. And then Judas comes to Jesus and walks up to him and says, Hail, Master. Then he kissed him. Oh, but Jesus knew what was going on. And Jesus said, Friend, what man of salutation is that? <laughs> look, look at it. Look at it in Matthew. Look at it in Matthew. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm telling you, there's nothing the devil can throw against you today. Amen. Malabashatakabaya. Matthew 26. Any witchcraft spirit that arrested your destiny, they are scattered now in Jesus' name. Amen. See there. See there from verse 47. While he, was, while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came. Matthew 26, 47. And with him a great multitude, with swords and staves, from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, the same is he. Hold him fast. Can you see that? Arrest him. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? That question is very, very deep. Wherefore art thou come? In other words, I'm not deceived by this, your false greeting, by this, your betraying kiss. I am aware of your intentions. I am aware of your plans. Oh, my God. He, he was not arrested surprisingly. No, no. And Jesus said unto him, friend, wherefore art thou come? Then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. No demon can lay hands on your destiny. No demon can arrest your fruitfulness. No demon can arrest your progress. No man can frustrate you in any office. No devil can use any means to paralyze your destiny. Whoever is against you, as you accept the victory of the cross, they are removed out of your way in Jesus' name. Say, my destiny cannot be arrested. Say, my destiny cannot be arrested. Say, my potentials cannot be arrested. Say, my creativity cannot be arrested. Say, my gifts and talents cannot be arrested. My anointing cannot be arrested. My calling and ministry cannot be arrested. Any power that arrests people's destinies in your territory, arrests marriages, arrests careers, arrests people as they grow older, they cannot make progress in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, and by the victory of the cross where Jesus declared it is finished, your destiny is loosed in the name of Jesus. Oh, whenever I have this dream, uh, whatever I'm planning does not work. Listen, if you like, dream it again. It will not work. Amen. 
If you like, dream it again. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Hallelujah. Then said Jesus unto him, put again thy sword. You see what happened? Verse 51. Behold, one of them which was with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck a servant of the high priest and smote off his ear to stop them from arresting him. Then Jesus said to him, put up again thy sword into his place. For all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to the Father. And he will presently give me more than 12 legions of angels. Good God from on high. Legion, any, any number from, from 2,000 to 6,000. Now, 12 legion. Even if legion is just 2,000. 2,000 times 12. That's 24,000 angels. He said, if I ask the father now, 24,000 angels will... Now, one angel killed 185,000 people in one night. One angel on night duty killed 185,000 people in the Old Testament. Then imagine if 24,000 angels enter Jerusalem. Who will remain? He didn't die because he was weak. He didn't die because he was defeated. He gave himself to be arrested so that no devil in hell can arrest your destiny, arrest your progress, arrest your vision, arrest your dream, arrest your, your, your calling. No devil in hell. Greater is he that is in you than the devil that is in the world. As you are hearing this message right now, walk out of every captivity. Walk out of every bondage. Walk out of every ancestral limitation. Whatever stop your father, your mother cannot stop you. Your family is set free right now. You are loose from every captivity. Walk out of every restriction. Whatever they said you cannot do now, go forth and do it by faith. Whatever they say you cannot have, you cannot change, you cannot cross, cross it in the name of Jesus. Say, my destiny cannot be arrested. Hallelujah. Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my father? And he will presently give me more than 12 legion of angels. But how then shall the scripture be fulfilled? That thus it must be. In the same hour, said Jesus to the multitudes, Are you come out as a thief? Against a thief with swords and staves for to take me? I sat daily with you teaching in the temple. And you laid no hold on me. But all this was done. That the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. And then they laid hold on Jesus and led him away. That's why no devil, no devil can lay hold on your destiny and take it to any witchcraft circle. I don't care who took your shoe. I don't care who took your money. I don't care who took your cloth. I don't care what they took from you. They cut a part of your hair. I decree that all of it catches fire now in the name of Jesus. You cannot be arrested. Your fruitfulness cannot be arrested. Oh, they are taking people's underwear. It's a lie. The devil and his agents are wasting their time. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Oh, some stuff landing on the roof and rolling like a stone. Come on, speak boldly. You devil, get out in the name of Jesus. Jesus has destroyed and defeated you on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. 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 Let me give you one more. There's, there's, there's so much, so much benefit of the cross. Let me give you one more. 
What did Jesus terminate on the cross? Premature death. <laughs> Premature death. Why did Jesus die? At the three and a half, so that you can live long. So that you can live long. So that I and you can live long. He died young that we might live long. Jesus died young that we might live long. Jesus died young that we might live long. He said, how long? For us, un until you are satisfied. Until you are satisfied. Until you and God agree that your tenure is up. Amen? Yes. He took away premature death. Destroyed it on the cross. Hallelujah. Matthew 27, verse 35. John 19, verse 30. First of all, Matthew 27, 35. The Bible says there, and they crucified him. And parted his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. They crucified him. He died. John 19, verse 30. The Bible said, Jesus therefore received the vinegar, and he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head. And gave up the ghost. These things are not just written for fun. They are written so that we know he died well. He really genuinely died. So that you. Might have long life. You might have a fulfilled life. In Luke chapter 23. Verse 46. Luke 23. Verse 46. Jesus speaking. Cried with a loud voice and said. Father. Into thy hands. I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. Hallelujah. He gave up the ghost. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for us on the cross. Thank you for dying for us on the cross. Thank you for paying the price. It is finished. Oh, hallelujah. It is finished. Premature death is finished. Oh, hallelujah. Mockery and shame and disgrace is finished. Brokenness and bruises and pains are finished. False accusations and condemnations are finished. Every destiny arrest and captivity is finished. Sorrow and heaviness and sadness is finished. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now you can also add there sickness, disease, and infirmities are finished. Sickness. Disease and infirmities are finished. Maybe you're sick in your body. Let these ten truths of what Jesus finished on the cross enter your spirit with conviction. Sickness is finished. He bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Isaiah 53 verse 6. By his stripes we are healed. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. By his stripes we are healed. Matthew 8 verse 17. Look at that. Matthew 8 verse 17. Oh, but beloved, believe the word of God. Matthew 8, 17. That it might be fulfilled what was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying himself took our infirmities, that sicknesses, and bear our sicknesses. He took away all our sicknesses. He took away all our diseases. 
Amen. He took it away. He took it all away. Therefore, no devil has any right to put sickness on you. No devil has any right to put disease on you. In the name of Jesus. No sickness. No disease. No sickness. No disease. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. And then Matthew 8, 17. Matthew 8, 17. And of course, you know, 3 John verse 2. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in hell, even as thy soul prospereth. Hallelujah. First Peter 2, 24. What does it also say? First Peter 2, 24. 1 Peter 2, 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness. And what else did he do on the tree? By whose stripes ye were healed. By whose stripes ye were healed. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, let everything that Jesus settled on the cross be broken and cast out of your life right now. Let everything that Jesus paid for on the cross by the revelation of Calvary, by the finished work of the cross, let all of it be canceled and terminated from your life. Every guilt of sin, every condemnation of sin, every punishment of sin, let it be terminated by the blood of Jesus. Every demonic spell, every curse, Every, listen, just, just make sure you're praying along with me and you're going through those 10 things one after the other. Pray along with me and go through those 10 things. Listen, prayer is never a ceremony. Prayer is faith being released on the word of God. Every satanic power, every satanic bondage, every satanic wickedness against your life is hereby destroyed. We decree every demonic spell and curse broken. Broken off your life. Shame, reproach, rejection. Out! In the name of Jesus, it is removed, it is rolled away. Sorrow, heaviness, every sadness is cast out of your life. Every false accusation, every false condemnation, every tongue rising against you in judgment. Right now we decree that there are silence in the name of Jesus. Every attack of brokenness, pains, bruises, memories that hurt you, memories that torment you. In the name of Jesus, we command all of it to go in the name of Jesus. Every demonic arrest on your destiny. Every form of captivity on your destiny. Others are marrying and yet they say you cannot marry. Others are having their children. They say you can't have yours. Today, it is terminated and broken in Jesus' name. Receive the word of God with faith. Premature death is canceled. Premature death is terminated. Premature death is rolled away. The Bible said in Psalm 91, With long life will he satisfy you and show you his salvation. We come against every sickness, every disease, every infirmity. We take authority. Whether it's a virus, a bacteria, whether it is a, any kind of disease-causing agent, be healed in the name of Jesus. We stretch our hands towards you right now. And we decree the healing power of God, the deliverance power of God. By the victory of Calvary, the yoke of the devil is broken. The yoke of the devil is broken. The yoke of Satan is broken. We pray for every family. We decree that every spell working against families are terminated right now.
glory, hallelujah. We are so glad that God's word from the mouth of God's servant has blessed you with wisdom, grace, and faith for a better life. We urge you to get more of God's word today because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. To get more messages from God's servant, please visit the Full Life Bible House on Sekagadwak Avenue, Uyo, Akwaibom State, Nigeria, or any branch of Full Life Christian Center nationwide. You can also place your orders online as you visit our website, www.fulllifefoundation.org. God bless you.